Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 40 of the Communication Coach. I hope you're good and having a great day, whatever you're doing. And today's episode is entitled Four Ways to Overcome Fear. Now the reason I thought I would have this as a title, I have literally just come back from a presentation. So I do a bit of voluntary work within the village and surrounding area in community first responding and that helps people to be reassured and have some basic first aid measures in place before the ambulance can get there because sometimes it can take you know 10 to 15 minutes before an ambulance can reach somebody in in the rural community and so there are a team of community first responders and I'm part of that team and they did some training today whereby I kind of sat and was refreshed as well but they did it in the gym where we are part of the community which was great and I was observing people's reactions and behavior to some of the training which I always find quite interesting and that's how I came up with four ways to overcome fear because as I was sitting there and watching people observing and asking questions it is the fear of doing it wrong that a lot of people worry about so in this particular example it's the fear of hurting somebody It's the fear of using the defibrillator, so the machine that helps to uh, work with the heart and to get people to stay alive. And it's the fear of what if I do something wrong, how will that look on me and how will that affect the other person? So we were talking about, you know, if you do chest compressions properly, that you're likely to break a rib. Now, that's not a pleasant thing to have to do for anybody. But you can recover from a broken rib, but you can't recover if nobody has tried to do the compressions in the first place and from the heart disease or the heart attack or whatever is causing the problem. And it's that fear. And, you know, these were more experienced, more mature people who were looking at what to do and good on them for coming out anyway and learning and it just I just thought you know we have so many fears in life about doing the right thing sometimes or what other people are going to think about us that I thought I'd do a podcast on it today about ways of overcoming that fear and the ways that we can be mindful that we're living in that fear because when we are fearful we feel out of control so think about this think about your own life when you are in fear and you don't feel in control. So it might be that you are going through a relationship breakup, a loss of some sort, that you're worried financially, that you fear perhaps your partner is having an affair, that your child is not doing very well at school or being bullied, or you don't know what's going to happen next. Perhaps you can't get them into the school that they want to go to. Perhaps you're moving house, and suddenly the house that you were going to buy that buying process has collapsed and now you don't know what you're going to do next. We live in fear an awful lot just on day-to-day experiences. Fear of moving jobs and most of it is the fear of the unknown, the fear of the future, the fear of what's going to happen, the what if, 
what if this happens? What if that happens? I don't want to do this. I don't want to feel like this. We also live in fear of what other people think about us. We live in fear of the fear of failure and how other people will view us around that and how that will fear feel sorry to uh, fail. And we live in fear of not being in control. So when we're in control, we feel good. We feel comfortable. We feel settled. We move along at our pace of life. So think about your own pace of life at the moment. What's nice and comfortable in your life? Have you had the same job? You've got the same routine. Perhaps you get the same train every day. And then something throws you out of kilter for your day. Perhaps you lose your keys. Perhaps the train is delayed. Perhaps a meeting that you really wanted to speak at has been cancelled. It can be a number of issues or challenges that might happen to you during that day. And these are, you know, everyday occurrences. And when they happen, does it throw you out of kilter? Does it, do you, are you quite, do you quite easily shrug it off and go, actually, you know what, that's just happened. I'm just going to change my plans. Or are you somebody who it kind of disrupts their day, their pattern of behavior? And you're like, oh, hang on a sec. I'm not sure. Now I know what category I'm in. I'm in the, actually, I like my routine. And sometimes when it's thrown off like that, it, it causes me confusion a little bit of chaos I feel a little bit unsettled then I find a different way and then I can move forward now that's just a very small example that if something big and more challenging is happening in your life or somebody does fall down in front of you and it looks like they're having a heart attack and you have that fear of oh my goodness what what am I what do I do next and so one of the ways that we can overcome fear is education so for example today that training today has educated people a little bit more and said, you know what, give it a go. This is what you can do. This is where the machines are within our village location. Make sure you phone 999. Make sure you get help yourself and then do this. And when we have a structure and we have education, it it helps us to overcome that fear. Now, I'm going through the process of managing three brand new businesses and learning a lot gosh I'm learning a lot every single day which is great but sometimes I fear and when I fear uh, let's take finances for example so because I'm going through a process of education and learning about about finances and how they work and looking at, at various documents so that I know where I'm at this time last week or this time two weeks ago probably even more is I was fearful so I would wake up and when I wake up during the night, if I'm thinking about something or I fear something or I don't feel in control of it, I personally tend to start to think about that a lot. I don't know if you can relate to this. Perhaps you have the same experiences, but my brain will tick, a, tick over. And because that fear is there, that fear of the unknown and feeling out of control, it keeps me awake. So now I am educating myself in financials and finances and getting advice from people and seeking the advice out and asking for help. And suddenly I don't have as much fear about that because I feel more in control because I'm like, oh, I get that now. So I'm, I'm getting that education, same as the people were getting the education in CPR training today. So where in your life are you fearing because you don't have that knowledge? Because there are so many ways now we can obtain the knowledge that that is a way that you can cut down on your fear is to get some education, get some knowledge, mix with people who have already made mistakes. So for Classic example of that is um, I own a gym, but I've gone into business with uh, a couple of people who have been in the same gym business for five years and they've made a ton of mistakes. And for me, that's great because I can now learn from their mistakes and we're not making the same mistakes in this side of the business. 
don't get me wrong, <laughs> we always make mistakes and, and we learn from them as, as we carry on. But they've made their mistakes before, they've learned from their mistakes and now they're moving on. And that's exactly the same as I'm doing all, all my new businesses. So find people that you trust, that you can learn from, that can teach you to help you overcome the fear that you might be going through at the moment. Now that might be counselling if you have like, if you're going through something, uh, quite a big loss or a, a challenge at the moment. And that might be sharing your experiences with others that have had similar experiences. But that will help you to overcome your fear. The second one is looking at risk and mitigating the risk. So if you are looking to change job, for example, and you're thinking, right, okay, but I get paid really well here. If I have to take another job, I will take a pay cut. How am I going to manage all of my bills? Or if you're looking into the future and you're looking to buy a new house and you're worried about taking that step onto the property ladder or up the property ladder and you're thinking about how that will work and how that will work for you and your family or just you and you're looking at the risk around that. Now, I like to look at the worst case scenario. What is the worst thing that is going to happen to me and work backwards? And I also like to look at risk and perhaps you can relate to this as well, that managing risk, you feel, again, it's about that control. If you look at the risks and you manage the risk and you mitigate the risk, then you are more likely to take the steps towards achieving that goal, whatever that is for you, because you feel more comfortable with it. So that's number two is mitigate the risks, do your own due diligence and research and think about what is the worst case scenario and how I can work backwards from that. The third one, and I know that I have this a lot, and I was talking to my accountant today, and we were talking about business and growing businesses, and I know she suffers from this as well, so perhaps you can relate to that, is when you have your own business, for example, it's about being in control, or perhaps when you're a team leader, it's about being in control, because sometimes it is hard to delegate out, especially if it's something really precious to us, and it's that lack of trust again it's about that being in control it's that lack of trust not necessarily consciously lack of trust but it's thinking are is that person doing the job as well as i can and eventually you have to let go and see what happens because otherwise if especially if you're in business i know you can't grow or perhaps you're as a leader and you would like to empower more people and do more things and think more strategically than tactical but you keep finding yourself getting drawn into the office politics or the office day-to-day running because you're not delegating out those tasks because of that control. So let go is my third piece of advice. Let go whilst using number two, which is mitigating risk. So once you are comfortable with somebody and it is about trust and it is about relationship building, once you have that relationship built, you think about those people out there listening to this that have children. The first time you let your child go somewhere on their own, and now perhaps this is just me, but it was like, um, and hands up to this from me, but the first time uh, Meg was out for a walk on her own with the dogs, bearing in mind, Molly the dog who would never let anything happen to her, bless her. I kind of, I didn't follow her all the way down the street, but I kind of had a listening watch, shall we say. So I knew where she was pretty much at all times, um, but was empowering her and giving her the independence to step out. And then the more you do it, it just then becomes part of the routine, doesn't it? And soon before you know it, they're off out doing their own thing all the time. 
So think about how you can mitigate the risk whilst letting go and allowing yourself to get on with other tasks that are perhaps more important or that you also need to be doing. So that's number three. And then number four is other people will give you loads of advice and opinion. And you have probably already experienced this in a variety of ways in your life where people always have an opinion, they always problem solve for you and they're always willing to give advice. And the thing about advice is listen to it. Listen to what other people say because they might well be able to give you some insights into a challenge or a problem that you're having. So listen to what they say, but then make your own decisions and don't be swayed. If something feels right for you now there's a difference here between being swayed and being pig-headed okay do not be stubborn and pig-headed for the sake of being stubborn and pig-headed there's a great phrase of you don't have to listen to be right because what will tend to happen and this is where self-awareness is really important is that you will listen to be right you'll only listen to the things that make you right and that's what you'll hear in that conversation and everything else you will bat off Uh, And sorry, batting off for those of you that don't live in the UK means pushing away, pushing back on because you don't want to hear it. So you'll push it away and go, no, you're not right. And just be aware of that. Be aware of, okay, I'm listening. I might not agree with what you're saying, but let me just listen further to see if that is a way that I can do whatever it is in your life that you're looking to do. Because some people have experience, a lot of experience, uh, and a lot of teachers have experience in a particular arena. You know, you'll read books to get people's opinion and advice and understanding, and you'll look to what experience they have and how they've managed to deal with that, which is, again, about surrounding yourself with people who have the knowledge and the experience of perhaps the arena you're going in. So, for example, writing a book. Now, I know nothing about writing a book, but I found somebody that does. And so my book will pr- has progressed a lot quicker than if it had been left to me to write the book. I am in business. I know a lot about now starting up a business from experience. I don't know all those things about the future, but I know a lot of people who are in business and some are more successful than others. And so I listen to wh- what they have to say and how they've overcome their challenges. So they're my four points, really, is look at your risk and mitigate it. Work from that, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Let go of control where appropriate whilst mitigating the risk, I would say. So you have that sense of control. Because remember, it's that fear of not being in control that sometimes stops us from moving forward because we don't like to be uncomfortable. And actually, the only way to grow is to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations, even when we want to bury our head in the sands. And I can believe... uh, Please believe me when I say that I'm very good at burying my head in the sand and sometimes it it needs to be forced back out so that you feel more in control around getting educated. Get educated in the subject that you're feeling out of control about. Get some help, some professional help from people that understand, perhaps have been where you are before again. And then we're going to talk about listening and listening to what other people say, but choosing how you react on that but don't always listen to be right and you know advice is great everybody has an opinion which is great a lot of people have experience which is better and a lot of people have learned from their experience are willing to share that which is fantastic so find those people in your life to help you through whatever you might be going through at the moment okay that's this week's podcast have a great week 
pleasure as always talking to you. Let me know how I can help you and I'll speak to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon. <laughs>